Welcome back to another episode of the Pin High Podcast. It's episode 122. This week, the boys talk about Substrack has come from behind win at the Honda. Talk about some more golf news. Get ready for the Arm Palm Invitational by making some picks and bets. Let's get into it. This is Jordan Spieth here, and this is the Pan High Podcast. All right, let's get inside the ropes. So, uh, Sepp Straka comes from behind the win at the Honda. Can't say I saw that one coming going into nope. the week. Um, he started off, uh, you know, the final round five back. He actually made a bogey in the first hole, so that puts him six back with 17 to play, and and he gets it done. Was really sharp ball striking, uh, led the field in ball striking last week. Uh, I guess his first PGA Tour win. First Austrian to win a PGA Tour event too, which is pretty yeah, cool. First time that's uh, ever happened on tour. An Austrian winning an event. Um, it's the fourth first time winner in the last five weeks, I think. I think Neiman was the only non-first time winner. So we have a lot of first time winners coming up. Maybe we'll have another one this week. Uh, Will Zalatoris, maybe mm-hmm. we're talking to you. Um, yeah, I mean, just was an unreal final round for Sepp Straka. Uh, he just was so on the whole time, and it was really good to see. I, I didn't see the end. I saw Shane Lowry. He was one back, right? Am I wrong? On the last hole, um, yeah. but he had some issue. Like, the, it started pouring on his last hole, but not Straka. Like, Straka was ahead of him. Straka finished true? this tournament at the perfect time. Like, they Straka finished like right before it started pouring out, and then the final two groups, it's just pouring rain, like Jeez. like so much. Uh, Kurt Kitayama was on the 18th fairway, and I think he needed an eagle or something, and he just was holding off, trying to wait until the the rain stopped. But then the rules officials are like, "You gotta go!" Like you have, like he's on the, the fairway on 18. They're like, "You have Can't to do go." Can't do anything about it. Um, and you know Daniel Berger and Shane, Shane Lowry tried the same tactic on the tee, but like. They, they were getting to the point where it's like you got to go too or else we'll start like taking strokes and stuff yeah so, which is annoying like i think they played it out kind of wrong i think they should have delayed it for 15 minutes because kind of unfair that that sep straka got to play this final hole with no rain at all and you have daniel berger and and shane lowry on the tee needing eagle and uh and birdie to tie the lead and they have to hit in the pouring rain uh Obviously, if the club face gets wet or the ball gets wet, like that changes what happens. And I think that's what happened with Shane Lowry on the tee. He went to tee off. He went to hit the ball, and it just it went way left. So and yeah, it looks I saw like he the, hit it fine. I, I saw the shot tracer on like the PGA Tour, like the app where they show like like the two balls, like struck his balls like 280, 300 down the middle, and Lowry is like two fifty, like short of the bunker on the left. Like it's yeah. a he and like in the rough and it's pouring like he made some he made some comment about it um i don't know the whole the whole i obviously it's kind of they they shouldn't have done they shouldn't have had delay like that's like unless like there was like puddling on the green or something like that they wouldn't have had delay like they're like it's just like kind of unfortunate that it happened like in those last two groups like it's kind of like the whole like one one day at, a, at the masters it might be perfectly calm weather in the morning and then in the afternoon there's like rain and thunderstorms but or rain and rain and wind but they still play like it's just like the luck of the draw almost 
Yeah, I, guess. I mean, on the 18th hole, you have plenty of time to sit there. I mean, except for the network, but whatever. They would have yeah, yeah. the channel anyway. Um, oh, like, they would have loved that. Plenty of just time Dan, to Dan just sitting there. Daniel Berger is sitting there for like a half an hour, just waiting to hit a shot. How funny would that be? I mean, whatever. But, I mean, Daniel Berger but, ended up with his ball in the middle of the fairway. He goes up for his next, his next shot. He needs eagle at this point. So, like, it was kind of an outside shot, but, like, he had a chance. Uh, and his ball goes way right after he hits it out of the water. Yeah, into the water. Uh, I think he ended up making bogey or double bogey on the final hole. Still, and it, it I cost mean, him three hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Him playing in the rain there, even well, if he just got on the green and made par. I don't even, like Daniel Berger has no excuse. Like well, yeah, he, he started the with day. a five shot five shot lead. If he plays around even par, he wins the tournament, and he. Was he four over in the first like five holes? Something like I just kept seeing him like all of a sudden for like however long, we're like, all right, Daniel Berger's gonna win this golf tournament. I think I saw in data golf, he had an 85% chance to win to start the round. And then he, he's after an hour, like hour and 10 minutes, he's tied for the lead. He's three over, four over par, and four or five holes. Like it's, I, I don't, that's, that's not something I don't think anyone. Obviously, expected that uh, to happen. Um, yeah, I mean, if you take Daniel Berger, I think he was ten under after the second round, and he goes. He says, like, usually this tournament ends around ten under. That's what I was expecting the winning score to be, and like yeah. he kind of thrilled to be ten under through two rounds, and the winning score, sure enough, ten under for Sepp Straka, and Daniel Berger plays two or three over the next two days combined. So he shot. He shot. He was. Plus 6.1 strokes gain in the first round, 3.1 in the second, and then all the way to the and like 3.3.1 in the first, first and second. Actually, yeah, I don't know. I'm getting that. Sorry, no, 6.1 in the first, 6.4 in the second, 3.1 in the third, and then in the fourth round, it was negative 3.8 uh, strokes gain total in the event, which is yeah. that's crazy to think about how he played that well for two days or three days basically and then it all comes crash crashing back down to earth yeah and then meanwhile sep straco was just a ball striking machine all all sunday oh, yeah. i mean i think he was plus 4.6 in strokes gain t to green so he was just striking the ball about as well as you could strike it and like when he, when he gets going he's a very good golfer and he strikes the ball very well Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a University of Georgia takeover lately. Uh, a lot of Georgia golfers out there. I mean, even in the like in the end, Chris Kirk had another good week last week. He's also a Georgia guy. Keith Mitchell has been Keith playing Mitchell. really well. Big Georgia guy. I mean, the the Georgia guys are, are kind of taking over. And whatever, like Sepp Straka is a funny story because um, I believe they moved to, to Texas when was it Texas? Maybe Texas. Moved to the United States from Austria when he was about 14. He has a twin brother. Uh, and the twin brother was like the high, big golf recruit. He got recruited to Georgia, and Sepp Straka was kind of like the, the tag on. I mean, still a very good golfer, but not – he probably wouldn't have no, been Georgia if he didn't have a twin brother. And then it kind of flipped in college where Sepp Straka became like the superstar, and his brother was just like, okay. Um, I think you see his brother on some some mini tours and stuff, but – yeah, I mean, interesting story for Sepp Straka for his Austrian to win on the PGA Tour. I feel like that's kind of enough is said it, there. Is is that is that the best brother tandem on tour, or is it only one I can think of is the Kepkas? I mean, I would probably say the Kepkas because I don't think his brother is really like on tour. 
like it's yeah, like like one PGA Tour event, like back a couple years. Well, ago. How's well? Also, how's Chase Kepka doing? Like, I feel like he's not really. He's making. He's one day qualifying for some of these events. I'm sure, yeah, but, but, but how's Brooks Kepka doing? He's number. Yeah, no, that's all. That's also in the world. That's also yeah. very different. Yeah, Chase Kepka. He played this week. He missed the cut, but yeah, I mean, his brother is listed as a real estate agent now, so he's given up on the dream, I guess. Oh yeah, that that'll do it. <laughs> um yeah so good for Sepp Straka. you know I kind of like to see first time winners every week it's it's a little boring when the same guy wins every week I mean the field wasn't totally strong last week but no it was a terrible Daniel field. Berger kind of faltering on Sunday made the, the final stretch very interesting and the final stretch in the pouring rain was just even more interesting uh love it when a tournament comes down to the bear trap and and you know a player needs to, to shoot well in those three holes and 18 to to win the tournament so the, the the honda should make the bear trap into like kind of like what the like they need to like market it more I like think the, 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 the waste management more. yeah it used to be like this used to be a bigger tournament but now it's like smashing between riv and arnold palmer and the players right after that it's like they just get like the short end of the stick Right. When it they comes to players two, like, like flying cross country and then don't want to play in this thing. Yeah, they have two like short, small fields like in bet- between this tournament to exclusive tournament. Okay. Yeah. Like the big players just don't really want to play in this event. It's unfortunate because I think the golf course is a pretty good golf course. Again, like you don't see the lowest scores out there and it is a challenge. And I would like to see the best players in the world play this golf course, but they don't really want to. Yeah. And that's Daniel Berger who or Brooks Kepka, where you're like you grew up right around the corner. But other than that, like yeah, it's like yeah, you're you're no one's like it's gonna be hard to fly across country and like you don't want to do that. And then because that means you're playing four weeks in a row because you're playing Arrow Palmer and uh the players after this, and then I think there might you, be, can't, you can't really do it after, after the, the you can't really do it after the players because people will take off after the players. Like it's just a weird. It's unfortunate, like you said. Like the bear trap could be something, like a main. Like it was a few years ago. I feel like a big deal, and now it's. I I, I think if they marketed more and made it like almost like this is what like tournaments need to kind of follow the waste management approach. Like maybe not to that degree, but just market like make it so that the bear trap like those par threes are like like super fun like big crowds like you got yeah, I, mean, I just i don't think there's like space there to really no there's it. not because i've been there and like and i've played there and it's just like there's not a lot of space behind those holes like especially 15 like there's nothing really behind that that to have like a big crowd so yeah i just don't i don't think there's space for that uh i mean if they are a, a fun three holes that is a fun place to go if you're looking to go on a trip uh they, i think they have three golf courses there um i know but- I, I went there i played the arnold Plummer course when i went there i went to the i went to the honda classic right uh and yeah it's a pj national like that like that's something that that should be a big deal going to PGA national play tour event. And obviously with the schedule, they just kind of get screwed over to say the least. It does, which is unfortunate, but it yeah. is, it is, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of good terms coming around. The players have to kind of choose one that they're not going to play. So yeah. Which they would. Yeah. Um, so yeah, moving on, uh, 
Phil Mickelson losing some more sponsors this week. He's pretty much lost all of his sponsors. Cowways decided to take a break. Uh, we mentioned you lost who he was workday last week. Um, he APMG. Lost, yeah, and he's not hosting a tournament anymore. Uh, yeah, the Amex is not hosting anymore. Yeah, it's just, he's kind of lost all of his sponsors. You didn't really get. You weren't on the podcast last week, so you didn't get your like take on this. So I, I'm curious to see like what do you think about uh, I, Phil Mickelson at the moment. It's, it's, I don't remember his comments exactly, but the whole thing was like, like, I'm sorry, but at the same time, I'm not sorry for for saying what, like, for what he was saying, which again, like, it's not like, it's, he didn't really say anything bad. It's just like, he's trying, he's like saying like, like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity for leverage for the PGA Tour but you're saying that you want to create leverage, 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 and you're with you're working with the Saudi government trying to create that leverage. And he's like he says, like I know they killed the reporter. I don't remember his name, uh, but this is a once in a opportunity to create some leverage and more money for players on tour. Like, like that's like that just doesn't that's not morally ethically responsible from from Phil. Do you think? Do you think? It's within the sponsor's right to start saying, like, I don't want to be associated with this guy anymore. Yeah. I, I, well, what happened with, the, like, Tiger at the same thing? Like, people were, like, st- cut off from Tiger. Like, Nike didn't, and obviously it you know, worked, worked out, out for them. them. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I think it's, 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 it's just – it's unfortunate that – also the fact that, like, like, we see it. Like, we know what's going on. Like, people like that – or out of touch like with either maybe with like twitter or like the golf like golf news like they'll still see phil as like 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 oh like like i love phil like i would love to go I'm, I'm, i'll go watch phil but like us just like we kind of see him as like in this different view and it's it's it feels it feels different than tiger but i mean i was i was too we were i wasn't into golf as much as when tiger when the, all, all the tiger stuff happened but this just seems like it's for our generation, it, it, we're going to view Phil very, very, very differently. And also, I heard this, like, I, I, I saw this somewhere. It almost seemed like Phil was talking like, about this, like he has, like, no money. Which, like, who, who knows what that, like, like, who knows what's involved with, like, if he's been gambling, if he's just, like, spent it all. Like, I, I, I don't know, I don't know what the deal with. I don't know what to do with that is, but like, he's just, he sounded like, he's like desperate to go and do this tour. And he's just, and it's like, the things you're saying is like, it don't make sense. They're, I, I don't know. The whole thing is just, it's just, it's crazy. It doesn't feel like real life. No, it <laughs> doesn't. That, like Phil has kind of been outed from the tour. Like this is Phil Mickelson, like one of the most beloved golfers of our time, probably. Mm-hmm. And he's been outed by the tour and everybody's kind of off of him. I don't, I don't know if you'll see him play on the tour again. I mean, the masters might, might give you indication of if he's going to play again or not. Um, if he wants more money, he can, he can literally go on this champions tour and win every event for like a year, like based off right, the way yeah. his odds were working and like exactly. the way he was playing, like on champions tour events, like he's so much, he won the PGA last year. Like he's so much better than those guys on champions tour probably. Or like better to a certain degree, like he he could, like if he wants more money, just like 
just play the Champions Tour events. Like, get like, do your little like, like, do the match every now and then. And like, he also made a comment about the match, like how like the like they didn't pay him for the match, like or like or he had to pay out of his own pocket for the match, something like that. Like, which was not true at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it, it, so much of it was. I don't. I don't even know. It was. It just. It just. And Rory's comments. Uh, I'm sure you talked about it last week. Like, it was. It's like I don't want. I don't want to knock a guy while he's down. But this is sad. Like greedy. Like like he's. I don't know. Unaware. All this. All this stuff. And it's. It's. I think that's that echoes a lot of what people, players feel about. Uh, uh, Phil right now, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, you, you do gotta wonder what's going on behind the scenes. Like, as yeah. you mentioned, like, is he gambling all of his money away, or is he yeah, really is he looking to be paid more based on like like him being probably one of the top five, even top two faces in the game of golf right now? Is he looking to be paid like that, as if he was an NFL player, for example? Which is um, which is like like very like contracts. Like that's very fair of him to to do, but like the and I don't know, like he still he still gets I'm sure he got he got so much money or he had he got so much money from endorsements and like he played he made I don't even know his career earnings were like like millions and millions of dollars in career earnings on the PGA tour. And like yeah, I get it. like some guys like like the whole Charlie Hoffman thing where like like some guys who uh like deserve to get more money just because of, just because of that but it's it's and like phil wants to hold his own media rights but like in the nba they don't hold the players don't hold their own media rights like right. that doesn't happen in any sports league it, it's just it's the comments he was he was saying are just so outlandish and ridiculous that it it, it just changes everyone's perception of him which is yeah, and no, I'm cur- curious to see what's next year. Uh, how he kind of digs himself out of this hole. If, he, if did, did you see what did you see what Greg Norman Greg Norman's comments about the thing? What about the, the one that he that he said that this is not over and that he yeah you know letter to the PGA Tour. Yeah, I didn't read the whole thing. I I, I saw. I think the first line says like is like yeah this is this is not the end. This is only the beginning. <laughs> I mean, whatever he's out there too but like he's like the head of this this breakaway week so like they're trying to make him the commissioner and all that stuff um he says like surely you just uh and lawyers at the pga tour must be holding their breath um it's just and then he goes on to say like this isn't over you can't ban the players from golf the money talks it's just which is i think it's true like i think it's it's far from over but phil what Phil said kind of killed everything. And then Bryson goes on out of nowhere to say like, my schedule only comes from me. Like he didn't even meant like, like players were mentioning the PGA, like my commitment, like I'm committed to the PGA tour. I'm committed to this. Like Xander, uh, Roms, I'm committed to the PGA tour. Rory, Bryson doesn't even mention the PGA tour. Uh, and in his post, he says like, my schedule will come directly from me. Well, no, like, this was like no one even really thought about Bryson for like a couple like weeks at this point, just because of the whole Phil thing. And it was just, it was weird timing for sure. Yeah. I mean, I saw a tweet the other day. I don't have the exact numbers here, but we're going into, we're I think about 40% done with the, with the PJ season already at this point. 
That's and crazy. Bryson's only played in three events. Uh, Dustin Johnson has only played in like four events. And Phil Mickelson's only played in, in a handful of events. Those were your three yeah. like pillars for the Saudi Golf League. So, well, Dustin like, obviously not to it too. Yeah, so they're he, obviously he not like tour. you're obviously not like I, there was something going on there because obviously, I mean, Bryson's been hurt, but like he also hasn't been playing in a lot of events like before he got hurt. So there is something going on there. Like maybe they're not positioning themselves in the FedEx Cup because they knew that they were going to bounce to this this league midway through the season after the Masters or something like yeah. that. Um, and that all fell apart. And now you, you have Bryson, who's like 150 in the FedEx cup standings, Dustin Johnson, who's like 180 in the FedEx cup standings. Uh, and then Phil is probably just not going to play. So now they have to get back in it. And like, you can move up the FedEx cup standings pretty yeah. quick. You just get one win. You end up in the top 10 at the moment, but, um, one more comment about DJ. It's like, it's one, once he said something at Riviera, like that felt like it was the domino that started to fall of everyone else saying, like in Rory too, kind of saying like I'm like I'm fully committed to the PGA Tour. Um, what I found was funny was like Bryson was saying like he's like I'm like uh, I'm not gonna. I think someone had mentioned that he wasn't gonna play in like PGA Tour events anymore. Like someone he had said that, or someone close to him had said that, reported that. And then he was he was gonna try to play in the Arnold Palmer this week. Like like it's kind of is it is it a coincidence the timing of that or is it not? Like we don't we 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 won't know. But it sounds like it's almost like okay like you're like this thing fell apart. Like now you're gonna come back to the PGA Tour. It's 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 just interesting timing for sure. Yeah, I mean let's move on to that for a second. Like if you can't tell by my background, if you're watching on YouTube or if you see my hat and that mm-hmm. like that Patrick's not here, he's at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Yep. That's the tournament that's this week. Um Patrick's helping helping set up. But Bryson's not gonna play. He's the defending champ and he's he's out this week. Now he has been hurt. He's been recovering for an injury. Um I'm wondering like is this injury that bad or if he's just holding out, just kind of let the press go down. Because, you know, the moment he gets back, he's going to have to answer the questions about the Saudi Golf League and all that stuff. Or is he really hurt and are we should we be worried about his injury? Because we all know how how much he trains. I I think I I think he's hurt. Like, I'm not denying that he's hurt. I think he actually is hurt. But I think it's it's a little it, it is like from an outsider's view, it looks it looks a little sus in terms of, OK, now I'm not. I'm, I'm my schedule will come directly for me. I I wasn't gonna play in PJ Tour events, but now I'm committed to the Arnold Palmer. But oh I can't I'm pulling out again because of an injury. Like it seems like he's almost like pushing it off, like you said, like mm-hmm. just pushing off like the media. Um I'm assuming we'll see him at the players. Yeah, he'll have to play in the players. Yeah, I think I think that's that's that seems like a logical place for him to to come back. And maybe he says there, like my wrist is like I like he has some wrist wrist issues uh, at the tournament too, but I I'm not worried about it at all. Like I'm not worried about him. I'm just I just don't we just don't know what's going to come next, right? I just like, like I don't, don't know what's going to with him Saudi and everything like that. Right. I mean, a wrist injury is tough. Like you could ask Jordan Spieth about it. He didn't really yeah. like, make it public until last year, but that kind of derailed his his career for for a couple of years. 
Um, and then the other injury that he had was a back injury. And I mean, ask Tiger Woods, ask Jason Day. Like a yeah. back injury is the worst injury you could have in golf. And Bryson has had a wrist injury and a back injury this year. Uh, and whatever, he's been relatively healthy the last couple of years. But you have to wonder, does he train a little bit too hard? And mm-hmm. will this end up kind of being the end of Bryson if he, if he gets injured all the time? I mean, you don't know. But I yeah, we, I, 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 I think he'll be fine. I just think he's... Uh, like and, and like, I would not be surprised at all. He's like, like I'm, I'm taking my time, I'm taking my time, getting ready for this. I'm taking my time, um, healing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not injured at all. I just, it just seems kind of, it, it's, it's. Bryson says a lot of crazy things, so you, you never really know what's gonna, what's gonna happen next with him. Like we have no idea. Like he can, he could say next week, like I'm not, I'm, I'm out for like the rest of the year. Like who knows? Like I, we really have no idea. Right. Um, yeah. And then lastly, the, the other big news this week, your guy, Zach Johnson, Ryder cup captain, 2023, Iowa, Iowa guy. What do you think <laughs> about that? I, I, you know, I, I'm not really, it's not really something that pumps me up too much about the Ryder cup, but it's like, like, oh yeah, like, like, yeah, it's cool. Like I'm, I'm looking forward. I think it's, it'll be fun to see. I just, I'm just not really. I mean, I like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I like him. He's a good guy. He's fun. My grandma plays bridge with him. Bridge, bridge, bridge with his mom every week. Um, it'll be fun to, it'll be fun to see him at the, as it, where's the, the that's it. That's at, uh, oh, no, at next to so next year at, uh, at, in Rome. Yes. In Rome. Okay. 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 Yeah. I, I don't know who the European captain is. I don't remember who it is. It's uh, Luke Donald. Luke Donald. Maybe that might that might that sounds about sense. right. Luke Donald but, sounds right. Uh, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't get it doesn't get me Ian fired Parker up. Will be a Ryder Cup captain. Oh, he will. He will one hundred percent. I saw a tweet today saying I saw that Zach Johnson was tweet. looking for looking yeah. for a spot on the range. Uh, you know, just went right next to Ian Poulter, right in front of him the day after he gets announced as a Ryder Cup captain, and just so Ian Poulter could see him uh, on the range. He's gonna ZJ is gonna be he's gonna be really corny. He has experience though as like an assistant captain at Hazeltine. And uh, I don't know if he was in at Paris, but he was there this year too. Like he's just he's kind of like a corny dude, but I think I think he'll be like as long as he takes like the right approach, like like the stricter approach approach of like gain like basically like bring this the whole team back together from this year, like he'll be fine. Right. I mean they're kind of rotating the same guys now, I feel like as yeah. far as like captains and assistant captains. I mean then again, we just talked about Phil and like Phil's. Oh, Phil probably won't. He, he probably won't be a Ryder Cup captain. Yeah, anymore. he probably won't. Like he was a lock to be a Ryder Cup captain. Oh, yeah. At Beth Page, probably. Years. Yeah. And and you might not see Phil. And then like, who knows? No. With Tiger. I mean, I'm sure Tiger will be a Ryder Cup captain, but like. He will. Who, knows? who, who, who knows of Tiger? It's just, uh, you never know. So um, it is interesting. I mean, a couple other guys, I guess snubs, I guess Fred Couples probably should have been a Ryder Cup captain by now, but. Um, yeah, maybe we'll see him at some point. But yeah, um, bring Anthony Kim back. That'd be yeah, electric. Bring, bring him back for the for, the for Beth Page. Oh my god, that'd be so fun. <laughs> Who knows where he is right now? Yeah, like Taiwan or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of all we got for this week. Um, Want to get into skins? Yeah. But uh, first, shout out to Roback. If you click the link in our bio and add, add anything to your cart, you get 15% off performance polos, hats, quarter zips, and more. Trev's wearing the sweatshirt, which is which is really nice. So 
click the link in our bio or in the description and uh, go get yourself some rollback stuff. So let's get into skins. All right, skins. We have the Arnold Palmer Invitational this week at Bay Hill. Uh, Pat's there setting up. So we have mm -hmm. a, a on-course correspondent this week. He's he's out there giving us all the inside scoops. Apparently, he was having lunch with Max Homa today. So I told him to ask him, ask him to come on the pod. But and he got he got he got COVID from Marco Mira. Apparently. Oh yeah, <laughs> apparently Marco Mira <laughs> withdrew of COVID and shook Pat's hand this morning. So. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. That's we'll, we'll, we'll keep you updated on that one. Um, yeah, but Bay Hill, it's a par 72. It's uh, 74, 19 yards. It's Bermuda greens. Uh, and Pat has confirmed the rough is pretty tough this week. It's it's not like super, super high, but it's very like lush. And it's just you don't want to be in the rough this week. It's going to be hard to be in the rough. Um, and then second week in a row, lots of water. Uh, there's water kind of with these dog legs and stuff. Uh yeah, water balls are going to be pretty high this week. Maybe not as high as last week. I think they were up around 350 water balls last week. So, but there still will yeah, be a no, lot of water no. balls this week. Um, and because of those dog legs with the water, the course kind of plays longer than the distance it measures. So, a lot of positional golf, uh, a lot of direct lines over the side of the water. It's, mm -hmm. it's a pretty tough course. Uh, it is. It, it's, it's very, it's, yeah. It's very yeah, tough. I mean, playing playing on the PJ Tour video game is even tougher. It's I, play, I, I actually did play it a couple of days ago just to, to scout it out. Um, yeah, the best thing to scout golf courses. Um, yeah, players are going to lay up, kind of to stay dry, I think. Or you know, there is the Bryson method: take the longest route you possibly. Yeah, can. I'm sad. I'm sad we're not going to see that. Yeah, like I mean, as much I as Bryson's like will polarizing, and like all this stuff, like seeing him drive it over the water like that and like raise his hands up in the air. Like that was like, that was the peak of that, of that week. Right. Like yeah. it was, that was so much fun. Um, I mean, there'll, there'll be some aggressive lines. Rory usually takes those pretty aggressive lines. Uh, and then just like, there is a lot of different options as well. So like for an example, the par five, six hole, that's a very equal hole, but could also yield some pretty high scores. Uh, John Daly, famously shot in 18 in 1998 on that hole. So oh. you really go for it and you try it, try it. You could hit it in the water on the tee shot and then you could hit it in the water on the approach shot after that. I remember Emiliano Grillo chucking his club in the water. Yep. Um, um, it's produced over 20 scores in double digits since 1983. So, um, and like PGA tour players do not shoot in the double digits on a hole very often. Amateur golfers don't shoot in the double digits in a hole very often mm -hmm. so that just tells you how how hard it could be if you if you don't pull it out or if it gets in your head um in 2019 there was 239 water balls at this golf course so a lot of water water balls like i said maybe not as much as last week but still mm -hmm. um and then the greens usually play lightning fast so i would i would look at stroke scan approach maybe proximity from 200 because i think i think the stat was about a third of the approaches will come from over 200 yards just because of these layups and dog legs. Um, and then part three's gained to 200 to 225. The part three average is 215 yards. Played it on the PGA video game. Some pretty long part threes. Um, and then the previous five winners, you had Bryson at 11 under last year, uh, Tyrell Hatton at four under the year before. So that was a tough week. Uh, Molinari 12 under, Rory 18 under, uh, Mark Leishman 11 under, Jason Day 17 under. So some pretty big names winning this tournament in recent years. 
Right, you want to you 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 want four point three units or three like units. Yeah. Skin so first. recap the skins from last week. I ended up on top. Uh, I had a couple tough weeks coming into last week, but I've won. I won all my bets except for my outrights. So I, I had a Lucas Glover in the top forty. I think he finished T thirty two. I had Daniel Berger top twenty, which was never in doubt after the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith Mitchell. Uh, in that three ball, Trev also had that bet. That was such yep. a good bet. Uh, Pat, yeah. when, when I said that bet last week, Pat was like, ooh. And I was like, oh, yeah, Trevor has it too. So we both won that one. Uh, yeah, and then my my outrights didn't didn't really hit. And then, yeah, you you just won that one bet. bet so it's still, still a tough time at the moment right now for, for Trev trying to get up in the skins. Once, you start, cha- once you start chasing... It's hard. It's, it's really hard. Um, and then <laughs> Pat ended up up 1.88 units. He lost all of his outrights. He lost Sig top 20 and U stays in top 20 or top 40 and U stays in top 20. Um, he had the Kepka top 30. Like I mentioned earlier, Chris Kirk played well, top 40. Norm played well, Keith Mitchell and Chase Seifert out of nowhere, top 40. Pat got that one right. Yeah. So yeah, I ended up winning the skins last week. So I guess I will go first. Mm-hmm. So this week, I mentioned Rory McIlroy a little bit earlier. He did win this tournament in 2018, uh, 18 under. That's pretty low score for this golf course. So I'm going to pick Rory again outright. He's a uh, plus 1200. I'm going to have half a unit to win six units on that one. Uh, he just has one of the best scoring averages here at the Honor Palmer. I think it's, what is it? Average finish is 9.1, and he's played this event the last seven years. So he's finished in the That'll top ten almost every time. T ten, T five, T six, one in twenty eighteen, T four, T twenty seven, T eleven. So Rory is kind of a, a course horse at this golf course, and then I'm just gonna go with him outright. I I like Rory this week. I think he's ha- he's gonna have a pretty good year. You know, we got to get a win under his belt before the Masters. So yeah, yeah, he's, 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 he's this is his warm up week before the Masters, right. and then he goes to the players, and then. Wins the players and then goes to the Masters and wins that. Yeah, the year of Rory, maybe. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, and j- just in case Rory doesn't win, finishes in second. I also have him top ten at plus one ten. I have, I'm again weird with my units, but point nine one units to win one. So uh, yeah, my my units got a little weird this week, but is what it is. And then I have Victor Hovland outright as well. I'm going to put a quarter of a unit to win 4.5 on that. He doesn't have the best form at this tournament, but he's been blazing hot this year. I think it's time for Victor Hovland to get a win on American soil. Uh, it's mm-hmm. bound to happen. He's got to break, fully break the Puerto Rico curse. It'll be, it'll be a Monday. Well, this, yeah, this is perfect. He should, this is, this is destiny because the Puerto Rico open is this week. Yes. Oh, um, this is destiny. Yeah, correct. The Puerto Rico Open is happening this week. Maybe we'll, we'll throw some picks in later. Uh, and then I'm going to stay on the Keith Mitchell bandwagon. So I'm going to go Keith Mitchell top 20 plus 150. I'm going to put 1.09 units to win 1.63. So we're, we're getting back to normal units here after this. Um, pretty good form as of late. He has two finishes inside the top 10 at Bay Hill. As we mentioned last week, he played really well. Uh, I'm on the Keith Mitchell bandwagon this year. I think he's going to win a tournament soon. Uh, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he won like a big tournament, like the players. I like he, he's good. He's really good in Florida, which is yeah, which is good, good. Florida golfer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
I'm going to go back to the three ball since the three ball was good last week. I'm going to pick Christian Bazoon out plus 175 in a three ball versus Sergio Garcia and Tommy Fleetwood. One unit to one 1.75. Uh, he finished solo seventh last year, T18 the year before that. Uh, he's played pretty well this year, except for at the Genesis Invitational. He was T25 last week, T14 at Pebble Beach. Uh, I mean, Tommy Fleetwood's fared well, but he, he also got cut in 2020 at this tournament. And I think he got cut last week as well, which was a little bit of a disappointment because he was the lowest scoring average at the golf at uh, the Honda Classic. So um, t- to get cut was was kind of annoying especially since I had him outright, I think. Uh, and Sergio hasn't played in this tournament since 2013. So, you know, not a lot of familiarity for him. And then my last pick, I'm going to pick Taylor Gooch, top 40, minus 115, 1.25 to win 1.09. He's been inside the top 30 two out of three times he's played here, and he's just having a really good season. So that'll round out my bets. A lot of, a lot of crazy bets. You and Pat have like just a ton of just weird numbers and everything i mean i i just was getting weird with the units and then i saw i was looking for scouring for better odds and then it didn't quite really work out so yeah like i had i had gooch at minus 125 i think it was so it was like 1.25 to 1 1 but then i found mm-hmm. them for better so to win 1.09 uh i guess pat came in second place this week plus 188 so <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll relay Pat's picks right now. He's He has a lot of winners, so we'll start with the winners. Uh, he has four outright winners this week. So one of them is Sun JM plus 2,900. He has a quarter of a unit to win 7.25. Um, well, yeah, I think Sun JM has been a good at this tournament as well. I haven't done the full, full research on him. But, yeah, ninth place scoring average, uh, T21, solo third, and T third the last three years at this tournament. Pretty good. Um, so Pat backs him the win. He also has his guy, Corey Connors, plus 5,500, 0.25 to win 13.75. I feel like it's enough said on, on, on Corey Connors. That's just his guy. Um, I mentioned Tommy Fleetwood earlier has fared pretty well at this tournament, except for that one year where he got cut. He has Tommy Fleetwood outright plus, uh, plus 5,500, uh, 0.25 to win 13.75 as well. And then he's going to round it out with Sam Burns plus 4,600. 0.25 to win 11.5. So those are his outrights. And then he's going to go top 30s and 40s. So uh, back to Sunjay. Sunjay M top 30 minus 135, uh, one unit on that. Wilsau Torres top 30 minus 135, one unit on that. I actually do like the Wilsau Torres play this week, especially because we've had the first time winners the last couple of weeks. Yeah. It's time. Following that trend. And then uh, Corey Connors top 40, one unit on that. And Christian Bazoon how top 40, also one unit on that. So Pat's kind of going half top 30s and 40s and half winners. So I kind gotcha. of like my bet my bet slips a little simpler. Um, obviously Keith Mitchell was my only win last week. Um I'll start with Christian Bazoon how top 40, same bet as Pat has, minus one on five, one unit point five units. Play great here. Uh, you'll see the my my picks is all about course history and form. Uh, Poulter top forty plus one sixty one unit to win one point six hasn't missed a cut here since twenty eleven. Keith Mitchell top thirty plus one thirty one unit to win one point three, playing great and he's uh, fishing the top ten here a couple of times too. Then I will go with. Rory and Rom both have finished top 20 plus 160 
Rory's got amazing history and Rom, I feel like is bound to bounce back after a bad week at Riv a couple weeks ago. Uh, like he, he, he's just, he's, he's going to bounce back. I, I, it's, it's a fact. Um, then I'll go a couple winners. Will's out with Torres to win plus 2,900.5 units to 14.5 and Sung JM to win 29 plus 2,900.5 units from 14.5. So yeah, I could, I could be in real trouble this week. If Sung JM wins. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be both of you having him. That would be a big swing on my uh, Sung J Sung JM. I need I need to just to get one winner, just one like just one good week, and I'm right back in this thing. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 see what happens. But I, I once I get one, like I I should be cl- I'll be close to even hopefully, um, and then and then we'll go from there. Yeah, so I do like all of our picks this week. I, th- I think last week, Pat and I read off your picks and we weren't sure about a lot of them, like just reading them off. You know, I, I, after, after I sent them in, like like that Wednesday night, of like before the tournament started, I'm like, I'm, I'm like I hate these picks. Like these. Yeah, when you're down to like 20 something units and you have Denny McCarthy top 10 and you're putting your faith in that, I was like, that's might not be the best pick. Um, I don't know what like that's what I, I don't know what to do at this point. Like I have to pick like winners, but like I have to just like get like I think safe. You just like, have to start. You have to start chipping away. Maybe I, if I, you pick, I mean, if you take your shot at four winners, uh, 0.25 units each on that, that still leaves you with four more units to kind of chip away. That's what um, I, 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 I that's why I, I realize I'm I'm just gonna I'm doing that in top forties. Yeah, and then top forties are money. Yeah, I like top forties, and I like the Rom and Rory bet too. Yeah, that's a good one. I I didn't I didn't see that one, so that's that's. So I'm like literally like as we were as you were like saying your picks, I I was just looking at the website and I'm like, I'm like ooh, that's a that's, that's a, a ju- that's a juicy bet. Yeah, I mean, they bring it. I did my bets yesterday, so the nationality props didn't come in yet. I love those uh, those bets. Oh, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, top Australian, top South African. Well, Bazoo and how top South African this week plus one fifty. Um, yeah, so that round out the picks. Uh, let's get in the clubhouse. Uh, do we have anything this week inside the clubhouse? Not really. Pat and I did a part three last week, which was. Oh no! Let's do. Let's do. Right, let's make a pick for the. Uh, who's going to ruin you know, the career? Say, yeah. <laughs> who's going to ruin the career at the Puerto Rico Open? Let's let's find the odds on that. Um, if I if I say someone's name and he ends up winning, I'll be so mad. Like, <laughs> I'll go with uh, Josh Teeter. Okay. Win the Puerto Rico Open. Random. He's definitely he's definitely a guy who win it, and he will not win again. So keep um, the streak alive. You know, I'll give you. I'll give two guys. I, I'm in between two guys, so I'll give two guys. Um, Chase Seifert played well, well last week. I think he's plus 4,500. So yeah. Chase Seifert to ruin his career. And then mm-hmm. also Kurt Kituyama played really well last okay. week. He's a huge year European tour guy. Um, plays a lot of European tour events. I think he's his home tour is a European tour. He kind of finally made the jump over this year. Kurt, Kurt Kitsuyama to win the, the Puerto Rico Open and then go back to Europe and only ever win on Europe, never in the U.S. Apparently this guy, Josh Teeter, he's played in the Puerto Rico Open uh, how many times? Five times, six times? He's finished second in 2020. So. Wow. Well, um, I mean, is there anyone in here that's like, I don't think there's anyone really in here that I'm like, ooh, if he wins it, that won't be good. You know what I mean? I mean? That won't be. 
women that like won't be good. Victor Hovland, for example, Tony Finau, for example. There's no one in there that I'm like, oh, this guy's going to become a, a superstar and he's going to ruin his career because he's never going to be able to win. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really see any guys in there. Ogard's not in there, thankfully. Joseph Brown wasn't playing well. Um, yeah, one of our guys. Cypher played well. Sangmoon Bay is in the field. Again. Yeah, but like I said, there's no like there's no like superstars in the field. No. Like like last year, I think Will oh. Torres was in this event, and I, and I was like, Will Torres better not win the Puerto Rico Open. Like, if if the Gala, imagine if the Gala was in that in this event and he won it. Like you just, yeah, I mean, I think the Gala's uh, in AP, so he, he is. He is in the. I saw his. I saw his um, name over there. Yeah, so no one really in the Puerto Rico that I'm too concerned about. That's I'm like, great. oh, if he wins that, that'll suck. Uh, you'll have a random winner there. So <laughs> that's a good way to end the episode. Um, anything else? Uh, nothing else. Uh, not that, not that I can think of. I just yeah, want, I'm, I'm jealous. I'm jealous of Patrick in Florida because I want. I mean, he's in Florida, but he's 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 like working like nonstop. No, he's he's like working, but it's, 80, it's like 85 degrees, and I'm yeah. I'm Florida was, a month ago it was 55 degrees. I don't know what he was doing, but he was just roaming around the the. Um, I think it was like yeah. the 15th and the 16th in the golf course yesterday because he was just like waiting for for his boss to be done or something like that. So, in the dark, he was just roaming around the golf course. Like, give me give me a rough review give me a review of the rough and he said it was pretty thick so um don't be in the rough this week and yeah with that you know enjoy the Arnold Palmer invitation we'll see you next week